0: Hey, and welcome back. Maybe I should be saying welcome back to myself because it has been a minute, but I keep thinking of what this like topic that I want to talk about here. And then today I was like, all right, I got to. Few minutes, and that's the whole reason why I started a podcast was because sometimes I just have a few minutes and I don't usually have an issue talking. So I want to share some things that have been on my heart lately. Um, if you've been keeping up with my journey, then you know that uh, a couple months ago I was really struggling with some postpartum depression and went on this whole Um, A journey of like, I'm going to figure this out, I'm going to pull myself out of this, or I'm going to a medical professional, no problem with either one of them, but I am not going to keep being this way. So here we are. It has been uh, about two months now, and I feel amazing. Also, side note really quick, there's a fuck ton of noise going on in my house right now (laughs) between... My two boys, my my nine-year-old just got home from school and he's playing with the baby right now and there's like craziness going on down the hall. So if you hear that, uh, that's just what you get when you hear a podcast from me. So anyway, as I was saying, I feel so much better. I, um, I've i just really reconnected with a lot of my friends, um people that over... Time, I you, you kind of make it up in your mind that people don't really want to be with you or spend time with you, but they do. And uh, when I look back at my life and I thought about people in my past that have always stayed in contact with me and reached out to me and checked on me and wished me happy birthday, even though we didn't see each other all the time. I was like, you know what? These are also a lot of people who reached out and wanted to get with me during the pandemic or after the pandemic when or not after because it's still current. But when I was pregnant and I was just really cautious about going out and not getting sick or getting my baby sick and pretty much the first year of his life, not getting him sick again. These are the people that stayed in contact with me that were like, let me know when you're ready. Because I would love to see you. So all that to say, just reconnecting with those people. Um, and you know, there's there's a couple of things I want to share about that. I have always been in this mindset of, you know, you have your inner circle, your inner sphere, and those are your people. But it's it's not that you can't have these relationships with other people, but what happens is it seems like it seems like there is so much interaction via social media or text messaging or whatever the case may be, but people are so lonely because they're not actually connecting one on one together or in groups or whatever that is. And when I thought about why is that, you know, it seems like even in my own experience that we may have like a, we should get together, we should get together, we should get together. But what I've started doing differently with um, the people that I want to be with is, I say, let's pick a date, you know, let's pick a date so we can make it happen. My, um, I've learned this concept, which is like, whoa, what a concept, pick a date. But I really learned this from my boss who anytime we have something going on at work and we're pushing through some ideas or we say something we should do to make things better or whatever the case may be, the first thing that he says is what date are we thinking? And he wants us to lock in a date. And whenever you hear him say, What date are we thinking? you kind of get this feeling inside. Like you want to accomplish things and you want to do good stuff, but you kind of get this feeling inside where you're like, Oh shit. Because if we pick a date, then that means we got to actually do it. (laughs) And so, you know, over time, it started to create this like momentum that feels really good to be able to pick a date and commit to something and so in these relationships or in these like let's meet up moments um it's very much become like hey thinking about you would love to see you here's my schedule here's some things i've got going on in the next couple of months here's some dates that i have open which one of these would work for you and it's so much easier to move things forward when you just pick a date instead of like oh oh, yeah i'd love us to get together it'd be great to get together um my friend Shanda said something really profound to me the other night at dinner. She said she it was she was sharing something that she had heard, I believe, at church where she said that um, her pastor at the time was talking about there's a difference in being intentional and having good intentions. And so the good intentions may be seeing a friend and saying, oh, man, we should get together for coffee. And um, that's the good intentions. But to be intentional is to say, hey. Here, man, open up your calendar. Let's pick a date. Let's pick a time. And let's get together in the next couple of weeks for coffee. That is what I'm doing in my life. That is what I'm looking for in my life. No more of this, we should get together shit. Like, I just don't have time for it. And I understand it's a good intention. And there's no hard feelings about it. But I... I'm looking for we've got to reciprocate if we're going to build relationships and have really great relationships. We've got to do the work for it. So this has been a big thing on my mind lately, as well as really identifying the path of least resistance in relationships, whether that be in romantic relationships or in your friendships. Um, Tony and I, my husband, we were talking a lot about the path of least resistance and our anniversary is coming up. And it's easy to put that on the back burner because it's our anniversary and we know each other's going to be there. And so it's, if you don't put time, and energy into making a plan right now it is august 22nd and our anniversary is september 9th and we are going to actually make a plan to go out on september 10th if we don't put time and energy into what we want to do for our anniversary and what like making that a fun experience it's not going to do it on its own like it ain't happening it's not going to do it um on its own so what's going to happen is we're going to be so busy and we're going to get down to the week or a couple of days before that date. And we're going to go, Oh shit. Our anniversary is tomorrow. Crap. What do we want to do? And we're going to be completely fatigued in our brains. And we're going to just pick one of our favorite restaurants, which we go to all the time. And nothing's going to be special about it. Like, yeah, it's great. We're going to go out and spend some time together, but we can make it a really awesome experience. And so Because we're planning in advance, because we're having these conversations, because we're calling ourselves out on our shit. We are being intentional with our time. And that makes All the difference. So when I think about that in my relationships, I think about that, um, things that I've been wanting to do for like the past couple of years, for example, going kayaking or canoeing and just talking to a couple of friends about like, let's go do it. And I found it so interesting that one of my really good friends said, Let's just pick a date. And she didn't even know that I was even thinking about any of this stuff. We're like, we got to start picking dates. It's just she said, if we're going to make this happen, we got to pick a date. And she picked a date. And we all synced up our our times and um, our dates together. And we're going kayaking. Like, I'm so excited about that. It's just really... Letting your life be what you want it to be instead of sitting back and hoping and wishing that it was different or that people would take some sort of responsibility. Like, no, you do it. And the relationships around you that are worth it, that that it's that season. I'm not even saying that they're not all worth it because I think we all go in and out of seasons of – cocooning like if you're not cocooning in your life to some degree like are you even alive because those are very great seasons sometimes to fall back into a cocoon and just kind of be really close with family and just a little bit isolated to a certain degree um, but i just realized like making plans and and being more um, out and social with a lot of really great people over the past couple of months that a common thread throughout that is that we just pick a date and we pick a time and we don't have this, like we should get together. We just freaking make a plan and we do it. And then we see each other. And the more you get um, exposed to that type of, of, uh, relationships, like those types of relationships, the more you're like, that is what I want more and more of. And that's who I want to be as well. I think that there's, Um, it it takes a lot to be a good friend, to be good in your relationship, to give of yourself and really be looking out for the other person. I I think it just takes a lot and it's so much easier just to take the path of least resistance and sit on the couch. (laughs) But I can tell you that if you're struggling with any sort of mental health things, like you're just feeling depressed or sad or down, get with your people. And stop believing the lies in your mind that your people don't care about you anymore or that they don't want to hang out with you or that you're a burden to them because you're not. And just take the steps to get together Another thing that I wanted to talk about that's really been just profound lately in my life is that you don't have to do it all today. And what I mean by that, this is something that Tony and I have really taken on and just, we just keep talking about this. We're like, wow, we're getting so much done because instead of like not doing anything, if we can't do it all, we just do a little bit at a time, and. What I mean by that is, like, for example, like my bathroom really needed to be cleaned up, and I kept looking at it and thinking, you know, there's just so much to do. It's gotten way out of control, (laughs) and I just don't have time to do it all like right now. But with this new idea of you don't have to do it all right now, you could just do a little bit at a time. As much as it is nice to just complete one big project all at once it's really about can it's it's about sustaining and being able to just do something. So, you know, like I heard this before with a with a workout routine that like it doesn't matter how great your your routine is if you don't do it. If it's not realistic, if it doesn't fit into your to your life, if it doesn't fit into your plans, then you won't do it. So, it's better for it to be a little wonky type workout, but it's one that you actually do. So, which one is actually more effective oh my gosh I hope y'all can hear my kid screaming his head off in the other room that is how he plays um I digress so anyway what I did was I yesterday just thought you know what I'll just like clean the shower I I'm just gonna clean the shower that's what I'll do and so I took the time just sprayed on the shower while I was doing something else uh, letting that sit and I came back and I just wiped down the shower and just cleaned all of that out uh, which made a huge, huge difference. And then um, at the same time, I was like, you know what? I have a little more time. I'm going to go ahead and pull the rugs up and just dust down. Like, I don't know if your bathroom gets super dusty, but mine does. I just like clean up all the dust and the hair from me, blow my hair and all of that stuff. So I did that. And then it wasn't until like, I wasn't even sure if I'd even complete the project at this point, but at least the shower's clean and the dust is up. So just took a few minutes, um, before I came in here to record this podcast. This is why I was like, I have to record this podcast because it was just so interesting that like, you don't have to do it all at once and you can still get things done. So I just took a few minutes, literally just a few minutes and just sprayed down the counters really quick and just wiped them down. Um, and earlier today I threw the rugs and the, the washing machine and, um, they're hanging up to dry now, but my bathroom's clean now and it, it's clean. <laughs> Also yesterday, I forgot about this part. Um, It was a little while later I came through and just like cleaned the toilet really quick. And so I wasn't doing it all at once in one chunk of time because that's not like how my life works right now. I don't always have like big chunks of time, but I do have small chunks of time, like little moments that just doing something in that moment could create a big difference. And so here I am 24 hours later and my bathroom's clean. So did it all happen in in one day at one time, which would have been nice? No. But what did happen is it was done within 24 hours because I had my intention set on um getting the bathroom clean within the next day or so. And sometimes doing a little bit is better than just doing nothing at all. So this like all or nothing approach is like played out. That's what I'm saying to you right now. And I do that same thing with laundry, like Throughout my workday, you guys, if you listen to my my podcast or you have followed me on social media, you know that like laundry, oh my gosh, it's going to literally, it's going to be the death of me. But sometimes it's not about doing it all at one time. So what I do throughout my day, sometimes if I didn't get all the laundry caught up on the weekend is I will just pour the laundry onto the bed, (laughs) massive amounts of laundry on the bed. Uh, I know that it needs to be completed, like it needs to be put away by the time I get ready for bed or we're just going to pull the laundry off, put it back in the baskets because we need to actually get in the bed. So there's a little bit of um, of a like, you know, you want to get it off the bed because you're gonna need to get in the bed later. So it gives me all day that as I get up to take a break or use the restroom or go grab coffee or water or whatever, as I'm in my work day, I can just walk by the bed and fold a few items and move a few items around um, and start putting them away in those small breaks. And they're literally like two or three minute breaks. And then before I know it, by the end of the day, That laundry is gone. It's put away. And um, I didn't have to do it all in one setting. I just did it throughout the day. So here's what I'm saying. You don't have to do it all. It always doesn't have to be perfect. Sometimes you just need to accomplish the task. And however you go about accomplishing it is... Is up to you. That's personal. That's that is really up to you. So I'm just kind of over the excuses. You know, I'm over my own excuses. I'm over other people's excuses of I don't have time. Uh, we all have the same 24 hours in a day, and I'm pretty sure the majority of you are not getting adequate sleep. So you can't say that like you're sleeping through those hours, like a bulk of those hours. So in the same 24 hours, what could we have accomplished? You know, uh, someone reached out to me the other day and was talking about there's some context to it, but basically maybe this isn't why, maybe this is why I just haven't written my book yet. And my response to that was in so little words, you haven't written your book yet because you haven't written your book yet. (laughs) Like, and I'm not saying that to say uh, I am so esteemed because I had, I've written two books. It's hard as hell to write a book, but why is it so hard? Is it really hard? What about it is so hard? It is not hard to write a book. What is challenging is actually being disciplined enough to just start writing. It doesn't have to be perfect. I don't know what makes us think that uh, we're writing a book and it has to be perfect. It's never perfect. Even my first published book is not perfect. There are typos in there. Oh, that that, like makes me cringe, but there are typos in there. And um, yeah, one thing that really stands out to me is that I was talking about like pushing the brake, like the brake in the car. But I spelt it B-R-E-A-K and it didn't get caught. And so anyway, that's there. If you ever want to go find that, there's it bothers me. But it doesn't, that's how that's not what is important. Anybody who clings to the fact that I used the wrong version of break in that sentence, like whatever, man. Like th- there was so much more to the book than just that. Um and so yeah, we just write it. You're you're not accomplishing X task because you're not doing The things to accomplish X task. That is it. I'm not losing weight. Well, it's because you're not doing the things to lose the weight. I'm not feeling better in my health because it's not always about weight. Sometimes it is like, Hey, I'm on a weight loss journey right now doing pretty good on it. But if you're trying to lose weight, but you're not willing to do the formula and do the things to lose the weight, and then you're like caught off guard and upset about the fact that you're doing all the things, but not losing the weight. Like, bro, you're so full of shit. We all are. I've been like so full of shit for so many months because I'm not accomplishing the goals I want. And I'm upset that I'm not getting the results because I didn't do the work to get the results. Like, let's get real. Let's get real about that. Um, When you kind of dig a little deeper for me personally, and it was like, why am I not accomplishing these goals? Why am I not making the right decisions? And I'm like, uh, it's because I'm majorly depressed. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh so let's let's get that in check. And then we'll work on some of the other things. And once I started working on my mental health, it's a it's it's like clockwork. It happens every time. Once the mental health gets above water, once my nose is up and I'm breathing air again, it just seems like things just start working all of a sudden. Uh, I'm able to stick to a, a routine and a program to help me accomplish those types of goals. And all of a sudden, like, oh, my gosh, look, I'm accomplishing the goals that I set out to accomplish because I'm not battling my mind anymore. So all of that to say, even when it comes to writing books and art and the things that you're wanting to create, just freaking do it. Like, just do it. Get yourself a document a Word doc, a Google doc, whatever it is, and just freaking start writing. If you wanna do a quick outline, write a quick outline. Who am I writing this for? And what am I trying to tell them? And why do they care? Boom, there's your concept. And then what are your chapters look like? What are your main five points you want to make? And just start writing. And guess what? It may turn into, it may stay a five chapter book or it may turn into 20 chapters because once you start writing, all of a sudden there is an energy that meets you in that place. You cannot meet that energy until you start paving the path. So write the book, write it stop trying to find some easy way out. You want it so bad, just do it. Um, And it doesn't have to be all or nothing. You can sit down and write for five minutes. At least you started the book. I... I, (sighs) I get super passionate about this because I definitely can identify with a lot of ADHD when it comes to being able to write a book and to complete one. It feels like a miracle to me. And yet I just completed my second one. It may have taken a long time, but it is done. So anyway, all that to say, you don't always have to accomplish everything all at once. You just need to start somewhere. You need to do one mini micro accomplishment. And I promise you... You will start to see the impact over time. And, you know, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. Rome wasn't built in a day. This is not new ideas. These are not new concepts. But, yeah, we just got to stop making our own freaking excuses for why we are the way we are or um, why we can't do it. And stop blaming time. Like, I'm over it you should be over it. Stop blaming time for why you can't do things. I remember when I worked in the office and it was always like, if I didn't work in the office and I didn't have to commute, then I would do X, Y, Z. I would do all these things. And then guess what? The pandemic came and all of a sudden I was not tied to the commute. And I realized Oh, I don't do X, Y, Z. I am actually now just filling the space with other things. And being able to call yourself out on that, like I'm filling the space with other things. This is not a time problem. This is not a work problem. This is not a I'm busy. Things are hectic. Things are scheduled or are too scheduled. This is a time management, personal thing. So you got to get real about what do you want? What are you fed up with? W- like, you got to get sick of your own shit. Sometimes that's what happened to me when I first started. Like I got I got to get up out of this funk. I cannot sit here and feel this way. And I refuse to to get into a place where I could potentially fall so deep in the pit that I might consider or act on taking my own life. We ain't doing that. We're not going there. We got we got way too much stuff to do. Um, and we got too much life to live to be going down that. So if we can put that kind of energy into our depressed thoughts and feelings, why can we not put that energy into our goals and our visions and the things that we want to accomplish? It's so much easier it's so much easier to sit down and just feel like shit. But I promise you it's so much more rewarding to get a little uncomfortable and get up and do the hard things and you can do hard things. because I can do hard things. And if I can do hard things, you can do them. Trust me, I know me. I know me very well. <laughs> so All right, my friends, I uh, just feel super passionate about that. Like, hey, get with your friends. Stop telling your friends we should get together and start putting a date out there. Start making plans with the people that you care about most. Don't let them slip away from you if they're in that, But but let me say this. Also respect the fact that they may be in a season where they don't want to get together and that might not be personal to you. So respect that. Um I actually just said to a friend the other day, I said, hey, you know, basically I've come out of hiding. I would love to get together. Uh, And with respect to her schedule, uh, I believe I said something around the, I don't know, something about like, like if you have the bandwidth for that in this season of your life, because I'm just kind of coming out of the woodworks. And like, hey, it's me. I'm here. You want to hang out? She may not be in that season anymore. Like where she was reaching out to me months ago um, and I wasn't even responding to her text half the time, um, but she, she may not be in that season anymore. So just because you decide to show up and be like, hey, I'm in the moon now and I want to hang out with all my friends, they may be in different seasons of their life and you have to respect that as well. So that was the way I approached that was like, hey, I would love to get together and um, really important to me. If this is something that could work for you in this season of your life, if you have the bandwidth, if not, it's no hard feelings. But if you do, um, let's set a date and we put a date down. She was more than happy to meet. But I know that I go through seasons of the cocooning. And so we need to respect that about the people in our lives that they may be in a season of cocooning and really great things happen when you kind of shy back from all the social stuff and just get alone or just really cling to, your family for a little bit and your thoughts. Um, So I, I just, I just put that out there to say that as well. But if you want to nurture your relationships, nurture your relationships, stop trying to check in on your relationships every couple of months and say, thinking about you, love you so much, um, just to kind of hang on to people. Don't do that. If you want to be with the people in your life and you want to connect with the people in your life, you need to actually make the effort to do it. And if they're not reciprocating, then, you know, that's a whole different topic for another day. But most likely the people that are closest to you do want to reciprocate. They're just probably waiting on you. So um, and I speak that from, um, you know, experience. So anyway, between that and not having to do everything all at once, you can do a little bit at a time and still accomplish great things. (sighs) All right. That is my update. I know it's been a minute. These are the things that have been really strongly on my mind. And uh, until next time, when I post again, whenever that is, I'll talk to you whenever that is. (laughs) I hope I left you with some things to ponder, uh, some things to just explore a little bit more, some things to sift through and see how this might work in your life. And until next time, I'll talk to you later.